this is DJ Thomas, and you're listening to Frequency Interrupted. Brittany Shepard, what's up? What's up, DJ? How are you? I'm good. What are you up to? I mean, you know, doing the most. Living the dream? Yeah, I guess. It's been, I haven't seen you in like two years. It's been a while. I know. When I started my business, y'all were like, I partnered with you guys, and y'all did awesome, and y'all helped me so much. And then, you know, our cousin started working with you guys, and she had a great experience, and then... Um, I kind of grew and, you know, it's kind of expanded and done well. And we kind of lost touch a little bit. I know. Well, let's talk about that. So you were originally an attorney. Yes. Now real estate agent. That's it right. I've been for a few years and you're like super successful and all that. Thank you. How so, many attorneys that do you know that I don't. were attorneys that became I don't. realtors? That's like. why I brought it up. Because if we're going to talk, <laughs> if we're going to talk a little bit about business, that's why I brought it up. So how does that happen? How did that transition happen? And, um... Yeah, because that's just weird. It's very weird. So many people. I mean, my dad did not talk to me for almost two months. (laughs) He was like, I'm sorry, you went to law school and you got a Juris Doctor and you want to quit your job as an attorney and become something that you can get an online license for in 30 days. And I was like, yep, that's it. And he's like... Uh, I ate ham sandwiches for three years for you to go to law school. Uh, I'm not on to this. So about two months in, so I got, I started practicing law in 2007. What type of law? I did oil and gas law okay. primarily. Um, some family stuff, a few little like estate planning, but primarily oil and gas. We okay. did, um, you know, if you remember the Haynesville Shale yeah. happened um, in our area in 2008. And so I got um, in with a firm pretty young. I mean, I had just graduated from law school in 07. I clerked for the judges here in the 26th JDC. Yeah. And they did like family law, criminal law, drug court, you know, those those sorts of uh, uh, interesting characters. And so <laughs> I, I learned a lot and decided that um, I would go into oil and gas. So I was more transactional than I was like litigator. But um, it was fun for a while. And then, I, have you ever heard of burnout, DJ? Yep. Okay. Well, uh, a lot of people had not heard of burnout, and I had not heard of burnout, and I pretty much got burned out in 2015. It's about the same time I did, too, in the oil and gas industry. Okay, yeah, Mm -hmm. because you were in oil, that's right, you were in oil and gas before, too. Nine years. Yeah, Yeah. so I did, um, so 07 to 15, I stopped practicing law in December of 15, and I got my real estate license January 15th of 2016. And um, so it's my five-year anniversary. I've been in real estate for five years. Nice. And I'm hoping and praying that I don't go through the burnout again. That's well, like my biggest yeah, fear. Why, why real estate? You know, I had always been passionate about houses. I had always been interested in, <clears throat> excuse me, in the trends, you know, like yeah. for instance, like right now, everybody's into the whites and the grays. Yeah, and the, it's funny how that it, works. The, the, uh, right. What is it called? The Chip and Joanna's? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I really do think that they had a huge bearing on where of we course, are now, yeah. you know. Um, but I had gotten really interested, and I kept telling my husband in 15, I was like, you know, my husband's name Wes. I was like, Wes, I really think I want to be a realtor. And he's like, I'm sorry, what? And I, he was like, you're an attorney. You make six figures. You're at a big firm downtown. Yeah. I have an office that overlooks the Red River. Yeah. Like, what the hell? And I was like, yeah, you married somebody that you thought was always going to practice law. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> and he was like, uh, Okay. So I had been kind of following, like, you know, on Facebook, I had, like, people that were in real estate that seemed to really love their job. And I love people. And a big part of real estate, obviously, is not just houses. It's being meeting different people and, you know, being a part of their life story. And it's kind of one of those things where, you know, people tell you, DJ, that, like, the biggest things you're going to go through, you're going to get married, you're going to have a baby. 
buying or building a house, right? It's pretty stressful. And I think that being able to comfort people going through that process and also with my legal background, I was able to really explain contracts to them well. And I think that really helped them feel secure in the transaction. And so it was something that I really wanted to do. And so I finally, you know, made the leap, did it. Um, Everybody thought I was crazy. I literally (laughs) remember like all of my, I remember this girl that I had grown up with and she like wrote me on Facebook and she was like, sure i just want to make sure like that you know what you're getting yourself into and i was like i got this yep. i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna dominate and i was in it for you know the first year i was rookie of the year at a at a pretty big sizable real estate firm and um went and did my own thing in 17 18 19 i've been at the same brokerage since uh, february of 2017 and i uh just fell in love with it i fell in love with the freedom but I also fell in love with the challenge. Like, yeah. it's so exciting when you're up against several other agents and you're like, you get the listing or you get the, you know, you get the contract yeah. because you write an offer and several other people. Like, I love the competition, if that makes sense. So um, so that was one of what I was thinking when I got into real estate, but I had no idea what real estate was really going to be yeah, like. There's a lot of moving parts, a lot oh, of drama. my gosh. A lot of people that think they know what the hell they're talking about. A lot of people that um, think something's worth way more than it is. Exactly. <laughs> Can you imagine telling somebody, hey, yeah. your biggest asset that you think is worth $350,000 yeah. is really only worth $200,000. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just one of those things. It's like a car or anything else. Yeah. But I, I mean, you know, I, I can relate there because whenever I made a transition from, from oil and gas to marketing, it was a huge, like everybody's like, what the hell's wrong with you? Why would you leave yeah. something that's so good money to go do something you have no no clue about on paper? And um. I was like, well, it's all about customer service. I mean, it's all it about is. if you work good with people, do what the hell you say you're going to do and have any lick of common sense. It's pretty, you know, it's, it's relatively, I, I can't say easy because that makes me sound like a, yeah, you know, it's not, nothing's well, easy. But I don't think it's easy. I think it comes natural If you enjoy you. it, if you enjoy it. Okay? And I enjoy it. But I do think right. it comes natural the same to our thing. But the challenging, the challenging thing is, is badass because like so many people like to sign up for a nine to five in a um, closing, you know, Closed door environment with no changes, same shit every day, um, no surprises. Uh, that shit would drive me crazy. That ain't me. No, no. <laughs> and I spent a lot of money and a lot of time <laughs> and a lot of degrees to yeah. figure out that that ain't well, me. Well, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, shit, I tell everybody, it took me 10 years to realize what I want to do when I grow up. When you were 16 years old, did you really know what you wanted to Hell do for no. the rest of your life when you were 18? Oh. I made the decision when I was 16 years old to go to law school, become yeah, an attorney. Exactly. I mean, I didn't know who I was. I, I thought I was going to be... This badass female lawyer who, like, you know, just ruled the roost. And, you know, if you're not passionate about something and you find that you don't enjoy it, you are not going to be good at it. I agree. And I love real estate. But more than anything, I love the people. And I loved, you know, when I was doing oil and gas law, we were working with huge oil and gas companies, like national Mm -hmm. companies. We weren't, like, involved in the daily. I mean, yeah, we talked to landmen and we talked to executives and stuff. But we weren't involved in just, like, everyday people's lives. And for me, that's the most rewarding thing when someone tells you one of my first, can I tell you a story about my first year in real estate? So my first year in real estate, I had a referral and they had been trying for four years doing in vitro. Okay. They had run out of money. They did not have any money left. So they decided to sell their house to get their equity out. And um, they allowed me to sell it for them and they were able to do in vitro and it took that time. Yeah. And for someone to write you a handwritten note that says, like, you played a part of me bringing yeah. this child into the world. Like, I mean, it's like it's still one of my fa- I still have it and I still keep it in my desk. And I look at it sometimes when I think to myself, 
I don't know if I love this anymore. Maybe I'm not passionate. But then I remember that. And I see that little baby girl on Facebook. And it just, it like, I don't know. It does something to me. I feel like it made a difference. That's a good, that's a good point though. And I mean, that's, that's, that's amazing story. And and it is true because like, there are some days where you wake up and you're like, fuck this. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of days, but like, it's, it's not because of you've lost passion. It's just because the energy's off that day or there's something going on at home or whatever it may be. You know what I mean? Like I have days where I'm like, damn, I don't really want to deal with this. But at the same time, I'm like, well, this one thing doesn't outweigh all the good things. You know what I mean? But you know what makes you good? An entrepreneurial spirit, somebody who wants to go out and have several different businesses, they overcome that more quickly yeah, yeah. than the people who stay in that and resonate with that. And they, they wallow in their self-pity. Well, I mean, people, yeah, I mean, they're, they're not going to, um, they're just not challenged or they don't want to because they're so insecure of, you know, yeah. doing, and, and I feel like, you know, it's like one of those things where over the past few decades, that's just what we were trained to do. Absolutely. As citizens of the United States, it's like work, go to school, get a job, retire, done. You miss the whole get married and yeah. have kids part. Well, I mean that part too. You know, that don't apply to me. But. <laughs> I was just wondering. I was thinking maybe we could turn this podcast around, DJ, and nah. about your love life. I'm no, no, not today. Maybe next time. I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that anymore. <laughs> I'm just saying that but there is a rule. I mean, no, there's like this of course. I mean, yeah, there's just that thing. And, you know, in a nutshell, then everything that falls in between there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Buying a home, you know, buying, you know, whatever. Yeah. All those things. Well, but they, it's they like, expect the steps. But there's so many different moving parts now and everything changes. So... Tell me about, well, since we're talking about this, tell me about your family. Okay, so I um, have two kids. You know, yeah. I have a six-year-old little boy named Charlie. Yeah. I have a three-year-old little girl named Murphy McRae, and they are um, the lights of my life. And the reason that I think I also fell in love with real estate was being able to have more control over my schedule, to be with them and be where when things were important, mm-hmm. to be a mom. You know, like when I was practicing law, you would be there, you know, 10, 12 hours a day, yep. billable hours, you know. Um, so for me, being able to be a part of their daily lives has been the biggest blessing. And I think, you know, I just think that whatever is up there that he allowed me to, to do this, because I think that for me, that stirred my passion on to be a mom but also be a successful businesswoman because, I mean, DJ, like, I'm a child of the 80s, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, like, people who still think you should, you know, cook every day and you should clean and you yeah, should, you know, a, and that's that's not me. I mean, no, I never was going to no. be that it's way. A, it's just a bad thing. Like, I, um, well, people ask me all the time, like, why do you why do you have so many women on? Like, I have men and women, of course, but they're like, huh. why do you, is it like, what's the deal? And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a child of a single mom. And yeah. I and I um respect the women hustle a little more than the male. Yeah. I respect the hustle as a whole. Oh yeah, but I'm like 80. when you see someone who's uh, a woman who's independent and works her ass off, and it's not that staple that you know us growing up would recognize. Yeah. You know, it's just cool to me. No, I think that's awesome. Yeah. I, I applaud you for embracing that in our culture and and applauding that because there are a lot of. Women, unfortunately, who were products of their, you know, the dad works, the mom stays yeah. home, the dad controls the money, you know, the the mom cooks and cleans and controls mm-hmm. the children's education. Dude, speaking of that, I got, I got, I don't remember who this was, but I'm gonna, if you're listening, oh well, I gotta call him out. So I had to, uh, before before I forget, I posted something yesterday. Um, these two females uh, fought because I'm really big in martial arts and fighting. Yeah. Um, and um, it's Taylor Sterling and um Teresa, I can't remember last her name, but um, anyways. Um, this was on Bare Knuckle last Friday, and two women, five rounds, two-minute rounds, literally beat these shit out of each other. I'm talking about Bare Knuckle, covered in blood, really nasty. 
you know, but they kicked the shit out of each other. It was a, it was a fucking war. And I made a post of this um, just on a story. And a woman replied to me. She said, oh, my God, that's so gross. I was like, yeah, uh, but it was, a, it was a fight. They're badass. It was a badass fight. Yeah. And the next reply was, well, I just don't think women should do that. And I was like, dude, I really want to say, yeah, they shouldn't um, drive cars or have a job and should stay in yeah. the kitchen just yeah. to be a smart ass. I, I but I didn't, I didn't know I didn't need that screenshot and take out of context. True, you know yeah. what I mean? But holy <laughs> shit, no, I completely agree. Um, it's just one of those things. Here, and man, we're thing. way past that. You may think that we shouldn't do it, but yeah. you can't tell me that I can't do well, it. Well, exactly. And, and, and it would be it would be funny if a, a man was saying that because it'd be like, that's sexist and a little weird, but I get it, you know, whatever, because that's something you're used to. But a woman saying that to me, I was like, holy shit. I mean, that's just, we're so limiting weird. ourselves. You do what the hell you want to do. Exactly. You know? I mean, and I have, you know, and that's you want to punch each other in the face, if you want to do real estate, you want to do anything. Like, you do what you want to do. Like, that's the freedom of being an American. Yeah. And, you know, us being able to have access to all the same things. A hundred percent. And I think it's if we embrace that culture and we continue to applaud women for whatever it is that they want to do, um, we're going to make it easier for women to break the glass ceiling. Yeah. And I think that's something that I'm very passionate about. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really glad that you had me on. And so the funny story that I was going to tell you was <laughs> whenever you asked me to come be on your podcast, I was so excited. And um, I was telling my husband, Wes, I said, Wes, uh, DJ asked me to be on his podcast. And he was like, oh, OK, whatever. I was like, yeah, I'm so excited. And he goes about two hours later, he calls me back and he goes, oh, my God. He's had Jason Ellis on his podcast. He knows like, who Jason Ellis is? Yes, he's Fuck obsessed yeah. with Jason, Ellis. Jason Ellis. So then he's like, oh, my God, DJ did this. DJ did that. Oh, my gosh. Like, he had so-and-so. And I was like, yeah. He was like, uh, you know. And then, like, he found out he had Jason Ellis on. And I was like, dude, you have a man crush on yeah. DJ right now. Oh, and he was yeah. like, no, I have a man crush on Jason Ellis. Yeah, Jason <laughs> like, Ellis is great. Now, um, he was, um, speaking of him, like, he just started, um, he got let go of Sirius after 10 years. Really? With a huge audience. And yeah. um, so he had to start out. He had to start, and he's just now fresh in the podcast world for the past month. But he has, you know, a decade of radio experience, yeah. and I've been listening to him for that long. So, um, he's, too. he's one of those people that kind of inspired me to do this. Him and uh, him and Rogan and Gary V and those people kind of inspired me to do this. So, yeah. um, shout out to him. And yeah, that's cool so, that you brought that, that up. Yeah, so I, he was just like so excited, like because yeah. he was like, "Oh, you got asked to be on a podcast," you know. And then he <laughs> he calls me back like two hours later, and he's like, "Dude, Jason Ellis was on his podcast. I kind of want to come with you." I don't think Jason's gonna be there. <laughs> like, but then he started telling me, he's like, "He's had this person, he's had this yeah. one." I was like, "I told you, I'm kind of a big deal." <laughs> he's like, "Whatever," but he was so excited. So that's awesome that you've got such a wide berth. And well, uh, I mean, you know, this people. is something that um, this is something that I. People reach out to me, and I'm humbled by it. I really am. But this is something that I'm doing as a creative outlet. I don't make any money. It's not in line with my business. I don't want to sit here and market people and all that. That's not what I'm trying to do. It's just um, everyone has a story, and yeah. I feel like if you give that person the platform, there's someone that can relate to that. Yeah, no, you know I, mean? I think it's great. And, I, you know, I do have a little bit of a unique story just yeah. because I started out on a certain path and plan yeah. that I thought I had for my life. And then – up and decided at 32 years old to do something completely different and change, you know, flip the script, yeah. as you say. You know, I just decided I was going to go out and do my own thing, and it worked. And we're one of the top 10 realtors in Shreveport Bossier now, which I'm incredibly grateful for. And um, we've sold, you know, well over 100, I think 110 houses last year. And um, for our market, that's really good. So I'm, I'm excited, and yeah. especially in our market, because, DJ, I don't know if you know that we 1,400 realtors in Shreveport Bossier. In a market of 450,000 people. Yeah, 1400. I do. 1,400. I'm aware. And um, that, you know, that's something that, um, well, 
here's something else that's interesting. I had this conversation with someone two or three years ago. I don't remember exactly who it was, but I'm, you know, I've been in marketing for a while now and I'm constantly trying to, I, I work with realtors on and off, you know, like, oh, you know, yeah. whether it's giving yeah, them advice or yeah. yeah, we work together for a little while, giving them advice, whatever it may be. But, um, I was talking to someone, I can't remember who it was, but they were like, Oh yeah, that's just a, Oh, they quit doing the, Oh, they're just doing that. They're stay at home mom. They're just doing that. Just that look like they have something to do to get pretty pictures and be on a billboard or whatever. Um, they don't really do shit. And I was like, look, hold up, hold up. Okay. <laughs> there are a lot of those. Oh, there are a lot of those. Absolutely. And that's quickly phased out when they get in the industry and 100%. realize that you got to hustle your ass off because not only is it work, but now there's 14 other people that either can be your allies or your enemies. That's right. You know what I mean? You're working it, against 1,400 people competing against getting business. Yeah. But you're also like, that's the thing about realtors, I think, in general. And I know that you don't like focus specifically on certain areas of business, but um, it's so heartbreaking to me that they don't encourage each other. It's almost like used car salesmen competing about to, look, no, each other. Holy shit. I was about to bring it up. Life insurance salesmen, insurance salesmen, yes. used car dealers, and real estate agents. Yes. Holy shit. I've seen it a million times. They refuse to adapt. They refuse to keep an open mind. And so it literally keeps them in this box where they can never grow because, oh, so-and-so got that deal and I didn't. Screw them. You know, hundred percent. Like, man, work with everybody. If you work with everybody, no one can talk shit about and there's you. There's plenty of business to go around for everybody. I mean, be. but that's the thing that kills me. It's like that mentality is what mm-hmm. holds them back. Yeah. But it also hurts us as a profession because then not only am I having to defend myself as Brittany Shepherd, a realtor, I'm having to defend myself as a realtor. Like, yeah. meaning well, I mean, that like the profession I, is not bad. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because no offense to any of those people I just mentioned, but that is cliche something that. It makes it just a tad bit easier to be successful in that market if you change the mindset and don't don't jump into that bullshit. Um, hey, come join our team. We offer the best training. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's like <laughs> it's like that in all those industries. And then they're literally brainwashing you to do the same shit they've been doing for 50 years. It doesn't work anymore. Uh, it's it's um, it's it's unbelievable to me because yeah. obviously, like, I mean, realtors aren't new. We've been around, I mean, for 100 years. Right. Like, why all of a sudden is it that mentality of to win? You have to beat somebody else. And that's not my mentality. And I think that's it, why I've been It used to be. You know, it used to be. You know? There wasn't a platform. Um, there weren't, weren't multiple platforms where you could reach out to literally anyone in the world. You yeah. Know, if you have someone moving here from China, Crazy. they could be a potential client. That 100%. wouldn't have happened 50 years ago. But that's the thing. Like, I've had to learn how to adapt because mm-hmm. a realtor in the 1980s and 90s, even the 2000s, isn't, a same as the, oh, isn't the same as a realtor in the 2020s. And the thing about it, I think, that's so frustrating is that there are some really good, talented real, realtors. Maybe they were older. Yeah. Uh, maybe they got in the business a long time ago. And if they don't adapt yeah. to the millennials or the Gen Xs and the Gen Y, whatever, they're not going to succeed. It's, because, <laughs> I mean, like, I, you know, I was telling an older agent the other day. She was like, said, she was like, that, that Instacart thing. And I was like, Instacart? And I finally figured <laughs> out that she was talking about Instagram. And she's like, you know, you posted it on your Instagram. And I was like, oh, Instagram. And she's like, yeah, that thing. And I was like, it's not Instacart. I just want to tell you it's Instagram because Instacart's a thing, too. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's just that they have to adapt. Well, and we have to adapt in any industry. It's like that in any industry. You adapt or you fail. Or you, you die. die. Yeah. Because it's it, the industry does not care. It does not discriminate. It no. don't care if you're white, black, male, female, whatever. It does not. It's going to move on whether you participate or not. And you can stay in that old-ass box over there and say, well, we've always done it like this, and this is what we're going to keep doing it, and that's fine. It may last your lineage, but after that, you know, you're done. It's 100%. And I want to build a legacy. Like, and See, that's something that I love that you just said that because that's something I can resonate with. That's another reason why I think doing this right here is so important. 
because as long as technology exists for the next 100 years, yeah, this could be something that someone hears. You're right. You know, and um, that's not something that you could do every day. You know what I mean? So it's well, like words matter and what right, you say matter. And if you build people up every day instead of tearing them down, it goes so much further. Yeah. It lasts generation to generation. Like I want to leave a legacy of positivity and that we can build each other up and we can all be successful. We don't have to tear each other down. Like if I go on a listing appointment and there's three other agents, I will never say something negative. I mean, I've been that agent before yeah. where the sellers called me and been like, well, the agent before you just really talked a lot of shit about you. Well, you know, I mean, I'm like, that's fine. Like, I mean, I always end up getting hired. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, yeah. just at the end of the day, like, I don't want to build my legacy off of that. I want to be dynamic. I want to, I want to be authentic mm-hmm. and I want to be passionate. And if I can be those things and whether I affect one person in a day or I affect 20 people in a day, it doesn't matter yeah. if it's true and authentic and genuine, it's going to succeed. So yeah. that's how I feel. I it's, mean, in anything. That it you, really is something that um, we need to think about. And I get like, when I go on a positive rant, some. That's why I think I'm so aggressive with my um, message all the time, whether it be on here or posting something, is that I got to be positive, but I don't want to be too cliche. Yeah. Because everyone can post a fucking inspirational quote. You're right. Everyone could say, you know, whatever. But, like, if you don't have, if you don't live that, you don't practice that, you really can't say anything. So it's like, right. yeah, we all have bad days. We're not perfect. But I literally have learned making the shift over the past five years of my life that if you're pushing constant positive energy out there, 80% of it coming back it is going to be that. Back. You know what I mean? It's a, it now, if, it's, even, if you're posting constant shit and you're talking shit about it comes people, back. that's going to come back that way. 100%. Like, I don't, you don't have to be religious. You don't have to be. It's, it's just, whatever. it's just, it's just yeah. the way of the world. If yeah. you put positive energy out there, positive energy comes back. And that's my message. Like, yeah. I just want to be, a, I want to be a part of that movement of build each other up, be positive, encourage each other. There's room for all of us at the top. Like, I mean, there is. Well, I mean, like, yeah, there is because. Most people aren't going to have that mentality. Well, it's like, you know, I remember my mentor telling me when I first got into real estate, you know, she was like, look, I can tell you exactly what to do, but 99% of the people are not going to do it. And I did it. That's what makes it so easy. I I know. It's like, they they actually tell you, like, I mean, how dare you turn your phone, turn your your phone on loud in my podcast. (laughs) My phone is out. Literally, there's been times when we've gone to dinner and Wes is like, are you bringing your phone? Are you leaving Uh, it in the car? I feel you. I mean, because, you know, it's like, it's just constant but i have to put myself on airplane mode because if not i'll I'll lose my own yeah yeah no you uh, same same Mm -hmm. i mean so i think that if i don't want to be cliche either but it's kind of like you know the other day when you wrote me about being on the on your show it was like you know i was being honest i was saying look i went through a rough few months and i talk about that because you made a post it was real elaborate and um did you actually read it i did okay i read really quickly and I, I don't read, I didn't read into like every single sentence, yeah. but I did get the gist of what you were saying. Yeah. But yeah, let's elaborate on it because it, it said, um, it resonated with a lot of people. It did. Or at least you got a lot of comments and it, hopefully it, they were it not did. just no, saying a lot of phone nice calls, things, a lot of nice messages. Things. I mean, so, yeah, a lot let's of people talk about that. Me. Talk about that. So, you know, I think in any business, if you're passionate about your job, of course, like we talked about, there's going to be days that you don't want to wake up and do it. You just don't want to freaking do it. And some days that's okay, right? But you push through that, right? And like we were talking about the leaders, the entrepreneurs, the people that make a difference, they get over that. They get out of that negative headspace more quickly Mm -hmm. than someone like a used car salesman, like we were talking about, that gets in that. (laughs) No offense, used car salesman. No, no, we loved used car salesmen. Yes. Love them. But um, so I think the purpose was I've always... 
Either way works. Stro- We're in North Louisiana. Yeah. It don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, to be uh, authentic. And I had read this article, you know, several years ago about authentic leaders and the things that make them, you know, successful and genuine. And they admit their faults yeah. and they can say, yeah, I messed up or let's talk about this. Let's let's analyze and take criticism. Mm-hmm. And I, over the last three months, you know, I had this major surgery. I got covid um, there was just a lot going on. It was the holidays and a lot of time real estate slows down, um, you know, during like November mm-hmm. and December. And, but we never have, we've always, you know, gone 90 miles an hour. And so I went through like this t- downtime and I just got kind of set in what we were talking about. Like just the negative, like, man, I don't know if I love this anymore. Maybe I'm suffering from burnout. Maybe I'm not passionate, like just all kinds of Self-doubt, yeah. you know, like maybe I'd made the wrong decision, even mm-hmm. though I've been a top, you know, very successful person in my industry for the last five years. And so I started looking at it and I was like, I've been pretending like I have just straight up been pretending that I was w- the person that I was before. I mean, literally pretending like that was not me being authentic. Okay. That was me trying to make everyone in the world think that I was who that I was just as passionate, just a big of a deal. Like I was going to go balls to the wall. And I started looking and I was like, it's not succeeding, DJ, because it wasn't honest. It wasn't authentic. It wasn't real. And when I started, I put the mirror. What part? So like the part leading up to it or the part right now? Well, now I'm back in my, like, I mean, mean, leading up to that day, like, or just. Yeah, there was a couple of months where, like, I felt like I had given a lot of myself and had really tried, gone out of my way to maybe do more than what my job description, you know, normally would be. And I do that a lot. Yeah, I mean, as you should, because that's who you are. That's who I am. And I can't help it. And everybody, you know, my husband used to get on to me so many, like, years ago. He'd be like, all day long, you give, 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 give. And then when you get home, there's not enough, you know, because you've given so much. And so I had to re kind of rethink that and realize that I had to reserve some energy because I do want my husband and my children to get the best of me and I want my clients to get the best of me. And so I don't want anyone to suffer, Mm -hmm. you know, from pretending or not, or not having any energy or just going home and laying down in the bed and not getting up and locking my door and acting like my kids aren't knocking on the door. (laughs) um, And I was, let's just say that that happened way more than it should have over the last three months. Mommy's got a migraine. Mommy's got a migraine. Wes, mommy has a migraine. (laughs) Like, um, so I think that, the part that led up to that was I was trying to fake this energy that I have always had. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? And so I think that when I realized like, Hey, it's okay to just come out and be like, look, I had a bad time. Like I had a bad few months. It's all right. Let's just move on. I didn't think I could do that because you didn't want to, you didn't want to publicly accept defeat, but not defeat of the industry, defeat of yourself. That's right. And yeah, that's, you know, no one was calling me saying, mm. oh, you did a terrible job. You know, right. like no, we, it's just you you're fired. It's you head. It was me in my head and I was holding myself back and there was nobody. Yeah. I mean, there were a couple of clients that probably were frustrated and were like, hey, we're going a different direction um, just because I wasn't my same. Like, let's do this. Let's try this. Let's do, you know, like yeah. I've always been tried, tried to be creative in my marketing and um, it just got the best of me. My own negativity drug me down oh. and And so I started thinking, you know what, like I'm living a lie. Um, And so the post that I made, you know, that you're referring to, it's amazing to me how many people called me from that post. Like Mm. I had no idea that that I even had that many people that would read something that long. But it, it really resonated with a lot of people. Like, it's okay to acknowledge that you're not always, you know, this high energy, happy, go lucky 
you know, butterflies and rainbows person, but you know, it's kind of like mental health, DJ. Like a lot of people don't talk about it. Like we need it. We are now, but I mean, you know, when I went through postpartum in 2016, I didn't have anybody to talk about. I didn't even know I was going through postpartum. That's a real thing. It's a a major real thing. Like, I am so glad that I did not kill Wes because I, I, <laughs> I remember at two o'clock in the morning I woke up and he was adjusting the thermostat. Wes, we're going to have to have you on. I know. It's so bad. He, we had to have him on our podcast because he felt like he had to come defend himself. But literally he was adjusting it. And I, I remember I walked out and I had this steak knife and I don't even know why. Like, but I walked and I was like, if you ever touch the thermostat again. And he was like, okay. And I was like, just don't do it. I mean, it's like, he was just like, I'm scared of you. But my point that I'm trying to make is that, you know, we all go through things. And if we could just be more publicly supportive, that, you know, it's okay if you're depressed. It's okay if you have anxiety. It's okay if you're mad. It's okay if you're, I mean, it's okay. Feel those feelings, give them their due, and then move on. Bury it and move on. There's a fine line between a lot of these things. So, like, I'm always aggressively saying, no one cares. Work harder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which at the same time, I am empathetic saying, yeah, we all have issues and you got to take time to deal with your shit. That's all I'm saying. I'm but not no, saying live in I that. I agree. No, I agree. Saying, yeah. Go it's take a the slippery time to deal slope. It. So it's like yeah. recognize what the issue is, yep. fix it and move on because you're not the type of person that, you know, but sometimes it may take a week. Listen, sometimes it may two weeks. If you're always crying wolf. If there is always a problem, I'm going to be like, peace out. And that's another thing. If there's always a fucking excuse. Exactly. um, My head doesn't hurt. Um, It's been a bad month. Um, You know, whatever. I think he meant my head does hurt. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) You know what I mean? Doesn't, does, whatever. Whatever your excuse is. Yeah, but that's that's the thing. It's like, yeah, if you saw me making excuses and posting yeah. it publicly, like, yeah. hey, I had a bad month. But I'm like, I, I mean, look, I can even say this about myself, and it's taken me a long time, but I mean, I regularly kill it. And yeah. I had a bad few months, and I let it get in my head. Dude, and yeah, shit, it's been a shit year. It, this this yeah. podcast got me through COVID, I think, because it, it, took, it took enough energy to put my mind on getting this rolling, because it really took off during COVID, because the Zoom thing happened. I yeah. could reach out to guests across the states, and I... That shit probably held on because if not, I may have been one of those people that's like, holy shit, what do I do with myself? I'm losing my mind. I'm doing garage workouts, yeah. making videos. I'm doing fucking selfie videos. I don't like doing <laughs> selfies. If I'm doing a selfie videos, that's a anyone problem. out there, just fucking know that something's wrong, okay? I'm going to reach out to you now every time. I'm going to be like, <laughs> you're DJ, not going to see much of those. How's your love life? That was, straight, you okay? no, that was straight up COVID. But it's like, shit, like if you're constantly in a creative outlet, whether it be your industry, mine, or someone other, you know, another yeah. one, and it's restricted. You got to get creative, you know, on another level. I think this is so cool that you started this during that time because there was a lot of good that came out of well, 2020. I started it, I started it um, a little over, shit, I think like last October, but I started taking myself seriously right before COVID hit because I was like, oh shit, I'm getting feedback. People were liking it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, all right, let me take a leap. And I believe Ellis was my first big guest. Well, and I was like, I'm just going to shoot for the stars here and hit him up. And he said, yeah, bro. Anytime, mate. And I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> I was just wondering, the, like, how you yeah, connected after, with him. And then after I did that, I was like, okay, I think I may have something here. But let's keep moving. But not to plug me, just in, you know, in response to what you were saying, you know, 
shit happens and yeah. you got to deal with it yeah. and you got to find creative ways to move around it, right. maneuver, pivot, whatever you got to do to move forward. But DJ, I took the time to look at myself and I took mm-hmm. the time to analyze what the issue was. And now I don't talk about it. I yep. mean, I made that a week ago. Yeah. I've moved on. I've gotten four houses under contract. I've gotten new, <laughs> like I'm back to my old self, yeah. but I, I, you know, the biggest thing for me was accountability. Mm-hmm. I think by posting that, that, is, that, that you needed to, I needed, needed to, it. You because needed I needed to put it out you there. You are going to say it's no one else. That's, that's right. why you need to that's do right. it. And, that's and I had to look in the mirror that's and say, okay. you know, you know, that's okay. And so, and you know, whatever platform it may be, but you know, social media or whatever it it's, it's okay to be real. I mean, I, here's my thing. Be real all the time. Absolutely. Don't bullshit. Uh, fake it with filters all day long. Only post the uh, sweet family photos, not the kids acting nasty, yeah. rubbing, rubbing shit I mean, in their like, face. Literally, you know I mean? like crazy my, stuff. my child is like cutting my daughter's hair off and then like put <laughs> slime all in it. Like, yeah. I don't post, you know, you don't see. But like, the thing is, I, I don't want you, I feel like if we don't watch out for the next generation, yeah. they're going to look at all these pictures and think, I mean, I don't know how to do a damn filter no, on no, thing. I don't even know how to post on Instagram. There's like, no accountability. Um, that's always the biggest issue. And that's always been the big, biggest issue forever. But now we're at a broad reach where we can get in touch with more people. Right. You know, which is never, it's going to continue to grow. I mean, where else it goes from here? I don't even know. I mean, shit, we already can reach the world. What are we going to yeah. do next? But it's like, if we don't have it now, we don't set it while we have, we're laying the groundwork for this. If we don't do it right, this, it this, really this next thing else. behind us is going to be insane. Well, that's the thing is like, we can choose to, there's a look. Dude, there is so much negative energy in the world right now. Of course, and there's always going to be. I just don't want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of the, the the positive. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect and I don't make mistakes and I don't do things that I don't want people to see. But I do think that a lot of people think that I have it made mm-hmm. and that I have this great life. I mean, I literally have messages on like Facebook and stuff where they're like, "You, I wish that I could live like you live. Or I wish I could be you. And I'm like, of course. And I, you know what I write back every single time? The day before yesterday, I threw a club chair at my husband's head. The day before that, I spanked my child with a spoon, a belt, and my hand. Yeah, yeah. Like I tell them the real stuff because I don't want people to think that it's all, look, I have a great life. I yeah. love my life. You have a great life, right? I mean, there's kids in Africa that don't have clean water. Exactly. Like we are, we're, we're not, fine. Yeah, we're fine. Okay. We're going to make it. And but, the people, when they, that being said, like if people reach out and say that, I, it literally makes me want to say, okay, let's go to lunch. Let's talk. Yeah. Because you're not happy. You wouldn't be saying those things to me. If there's any way I can help or at least give some perspective that, you know, some unbiased opinion to your situation, maybe you wouldn't think that I have it better than you. Yeah. Because let's see what's going on. Like some, because most of the time when people reach out like that, it's because they're not happy and that just bleeds into something else. You know? But here's the thing, like I would rather address, and that's what I was talking about, like addressing yeah. the issue. Like if we address that in the beginning and we say, Hey, let's acknowledge it. Let's hold each other accountable about mm-hmm. this and let's move on. We don't have to dwell in that. We don't have to, you know, wallow in self-pity, yeah. but let's tell it to somebody who can hold you accountable and help you. And that's what friendship is to me. Right. And like my mentors, what it should be. It's what know? it should be a hundred percent, but that's what I want to focus on. I don't want to focus. On, I literally do not let people talk about people in front of me because small minded people talk about other people and And i don't want to hear that crap because i I don't want that in my mind i can't do it either and you know we all get caught up in any kind of gossip you know but my thing is is i if i don't 110 percent know you i really can't give an opinion on you anymore now 10 years ago i was in a different mindset you know just go with the flow you know but now it's like if i don't know you if i haven't sit down and have a conversation with you if someone brings something up and starts saying something negative i'm just gonna say i don't know yeah 
That's what I, I can't do. Have I'm no like, comment. I, I don't. I don't really know about that. Let's yep. um, let's talk about something. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I don't go home to my husband sometimes and like vent about stuff, but yeah. I don't. I don't spread that. This in the, is what this bitch did to me today. Oh yeah, and he, <laughs> and he literally is like, "Can we just go to bed? Like, shut up. Are you serious? Can't you call one of your girlfriends? <laughs> like, no, I can't. I got to tell you because I don't want to talk about this person. But that's the thing is like, I think if we could focus more on that here, you know, you don't have to be. It doesn't have to be religion. It doesn't have to be something. It can just be positive energy, yeah. like that you have positive thought because you can control your mind mm-hmm. and that's what happened to me i controlled my mind in the bad way yep. i let it get a hold of me you said oh was it clients like you know were people telling you you were doing bad no it was me mm-hmm. i did it to myself i beat myself up so much that by the time i realized it i was like oh my gosh like i've destroyed my my well-being mentality it was yeah. just horrible but well, i'm out of that now it's a point like it's a point to be made <clears throat> No one really gives a shit. They all have their own stuff going on. That's right. So, like, deal with it, figure it out. You know, whether you get, you know, you need to voice your opinion to get, yeah. you know, get it out or, or reach out to somebody so they can talk to you or whatever. But, like, everybody has their own shit going on and it's not going to fix itself. No. You know what I mean? But here's the thing, DJ if we fix it in our friendships, if we, if we fix it with our spouse, if we fix it with our children, if we just address the issue, so many people bury it. They don't want to, they don't want to acknowledge it. They mm. don't want to get in your, because they, because it might get ugly. It might, but it might have to get ugly before it gets pretty. Like, yeah. you know, that some, there's beauty in the brokenness, you know? Well, I love struggle because we all learn from it. We and do. if we all just, if you just went out, left an industry that you're 110% comfortable with, Jumped into another one. Yeah, you did well, but you didn't walk into it doing well. You weren't handed a book of business. You had to generate that. You had to cultivate it. You had to do all the work, work 16 hours a day, I'm sure. I mean, I know how that industry works, and I know what I was doing, so I can, you know, I know. So, like, if you didn't have to do all that, you literally would not appreciate where it's at now. You know, when I was little, you used to play that game with your friends. Like, if you had three wishes, you know, and I'd always be like, I wish I was rich. Yeah. I wish I was beautiful. I wish well, I those, had. That's everyone's know, wish, right? Like, I wanted a, a fancy car. I want yeah, money. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And now somebody asks me, I'm like, I want a reputable business that I have built myself, mm-hmm. and I wish that I could sleep more. But that's like, <laughs> because like I can't like the older you get, I'm almost forty. I swear I cannot sleep I like hear eight that. hours. So, like I don't have a problem sleeping, but I don't sleep long. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I can fall asleep, but I don't stay asleep. Yeah. And but like, I think that's I think it's a mindset thing too. I think it, your mind's like for me, anyways. And hey, there's this. You know, I'm not. I don't. This people don't. I don't have any sponsors, but I take CBD sometimes. I don't um, know if you yeah. tried it out. You used it. Oh yeah. So like, there's this one I use. I can't remember the name of it right now, but um, that shit. I don't really stress that much mentally. I don't think. But my body, sometimes because I work out so much, I try to eat healthy. But I think my body holds my mental stress. If that makes any sense, I'm no, not does, a fucking but scientist. But, stress but it, it stresses my body out more than my mind. Mm-hmm. And like I'll be so like body stressed if that makes any fucking sense. I don't know, but body like I, I don't know. But anyways, I, know I take that shit and it literally just relaxes yeah, me. Helps. And then the next day I wake up and it's like crazy, but I love it. I mean, it works. Oh, I love it too. I mean, like I, you know, and I had such a stigma like attached to it because mm-hmm. I thought it was like, you know, illegal. I mean, cause you know, well, I mean, yeah, and, I mean, and yeah. there is that, yeah. but like the CBD that's not illegal. Yeah. It's so good. I mean, all I this mean, shit's about to be legal anyway. I know. But, I know. Yeah, I mean, I, that, I'm just saying, this, you know, Hey, I grew up with Nancy Reagan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like be, yeah, yeah. All right, this is your brain on drugs. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying <laughs> like I should have uh, listened to some of my friends earlier on and, uh, taking the CBD five years yeah. ago, but it does help. And I think that men carry stress. Well, it's just anything. Like, I'm I'm more of a fan of something that's going to be a natural solution. Yeah. Um, whether it Absolutely. be therapy, uh, something like that that comes from the ground, not something yeah. created in a lab that I don't know what's in it that may have, you know, super addictive yeah. traits that go into something else. 
or that alters the way your brain functions and the way your body functions. And the way I, your brain I'm not into that. Functions. So I'm like something like, okay, it'll relax me a little bit, recharge next day. I'm not groggy roll. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I don't do it. I, I probably once a week, maybe depending on the day. You know? Yeah, no, I think it helps. I take it every night. Really? Yeah. See, I hadn't got there yet. Cause I'm like, shit, I, for some reason, I don't know if I'm going to like, I don't want to wake up. Like if I have a crazy ass early morning the next day, I think I'm too used to like, remember when you took the Benadryl and the shit and oh, <laughs> you yeah. couldn't get up the next morning? Yeah. Like I'm still in that mindset where I'm like, fuck, I don't know if I need to take it because uh, I may be slow moving the next morning. I'm yeah. not going to do that. No, well, maybe try it like a couple nights on a weekend yeah, or something. Maybe right. do like yeah, Friday but, or Saturday yeah, but or I'll do it like once that. or twice a week. Um, I take it, it works. every night. That's cool. That's what's Yeah, up. it helps. I mean, tremendously. I've been on it for like two years now or a year and a half, something it, like that. It really works. Yeah. I got it from my chiropractor. And it's and he's all about being natural, you know. He's like, you need to try this. Your anxiety, your stress, your sleep, and it's helped tremendously. And there's so many different versions that you can take. I take like a you know a, a gummy form of it or whatever, because mm-hmm. um, some people process things differently. But I love it. It's really helped me a lot. I mean, I do still get stressed. It's not yeah. a miracle cure, well, no, obviously, but well, no, nothing it, is. It just carries like it. You, you carry it, and that's something you're like whatever it takes to relax. I mean, hell, it's a drink, you know, whatever. But yeah. That's, for me, like if I'm drinking, I'm like. I'm having a good time. <laughs> oh, no. If I'm drinking, there's a reason. <laughs> like, I have an insight. Yeah, like, I have a goal. Yeah, yeah. I want to have fun. Oh, you know? speaking of that, that's some wine. Did you? So, this is called character wine. Um, It's a, I don't know what the hell this is. It's whatever. I asked you what you like to drink. You told me a few different things. So, I picked some stuff out, but it's supposed to be some good stuff. He also told and, me I was snobby. Yeah. Uh, he was you like, care- I was going to get you Boone's form. I fucking was. It's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> or frenzy or something oh like that. God. I was gonna do that. Why didn't you do that? Well, I was going to, but um, this is I, always, awesome. like, I have some friends that have a uh, spot, and um, I always get wine from them or alcohol from them. Can you see this? <laughs> I mean, this you have cool? characters called characters. So. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so but, um, much. That's a great gift. Yeah, I never turn down alcohol. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's like so awesome. You were like, okay, snobby bitch. <laughs> like, no, I was like, because you were like, I was like, I like red wine, but not oh, you uh, went into Merlot. Depth. You I went into depth I was like, salt. I don't really drink Merlot or Chardonnay, but I like uh, Cabernet. So I, I like a Pinot Noir or a Pinot yeah. Grigio. I literally held the message up. I said, hey, do you have this, this, or this? Because I don't know shit about wine. <laughs> I was going to get you something. He was like, oh, you don't want to get that. That's a blend. I'm so sad that That's they a blend. If, if they like this, they're not going to like a blend. I was like, all right, well, just give me something. This looks, I was like, the label looks cool. The it's, label is know, cool. It's Y'all supposed to be label? new. It's really cool. It's supposed to be. He says it's made out of good juice. I don't know. Yeah, Anyways. it's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, You're sure. awesome. I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I didn't get you anything. That's fine. Yeah. Um, your presence is a, is a gift in itself. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. I feel honored. <laughs> that was something I wanted to talk about earlier, though, is misconceptions about um, business owners and, like, different business types of, uh, you know, like, we were talking about. I've had so many people that always write me about being in real estate now. You oh, know? yeah. And like, yeah. I wanted to go back to that because <laughs> yeah. I think that in marketing, there's a lot of misconceptions oh, about what you do. Yeah. Does that make sense? And yeah, like, not that we're making this about no, you. No, no, I agree. I mean, that's why I dress like this now. I'm not wearing a suit and tie because I just don't want to be that person. I don't blame you. you know? But you did used to be that person. Well, like, I mean, I thought I needed to be. That's what but I'm saying. But I never was that person. But you never were so that So I was like, person, let me but, cut my hair off. Let me person. cut my hair off and put a uh, blazer on just right. so I can ease into this and feel a little more comfortable. And that was my. Honestly, if we talk about it, that was my like, you know, insecurity because there's something new. Yeah. And I was like, I got tattoos, I have earrings, I have long hair. Let's just cut the hair, cover up the tattoos. Okay, I'm easing to it. And you did. But, like, I mean, but- I don't, you know, it probably would have been a little more of a challenge had I not done that. But now I'm like, I don't care. Look, if you're going to judge me before you even meet me. I don't want to choose a client because you're just going to be a pain in the ass. Exactly. Because you know I mean? everything, <laughs> if they already have that mentality yeah. about you, then everything's going to be difficult. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I want to judge you off your work product. For sure. And you did great. You were very helpful to me. I mean, your business was very, very helpful. And I think oh, that, thanks. you know, 
that I, I mean, I didn't give two shits what you look like, but you did when I met you. Have, have <laughs> no hair, like cut it off, and you had you know button down shirts oh, on, God, yeah. and then like I show up here today, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Like this, this is DJ. I love it, but I do think that there is um, a misconception about real estate, and not that we are gonna like you know just I just want to kind of like throw this out there that it is not easy. It is not easy, and nothing that is worthwhile is easy. No, and that's not if you're gonna of, make a if you're gonna do it. <laughs> Just like anything else, if you're going to half-ass it and it's just going to be something that may make you a couple grand a year, then it may be easy. Yeah. Because you're not putting shit into it. That's but right. to do something, to be, you know, a pioneer in the industry and make a just a small pl- splash in a big ass pond. Yeah takes a lot of fucking effort it does and that's why i think it's so funny like even when i walked in here to record we had you know so I've, I've gotten like three or four messages just this week on facebook or instagram and they say hey you know we want to be a realtor um we want to do what you did we think you're really inspiring which is awesome and yeah. I, I love that but it's like it's such a it's like it's hard for me mm-hmm. because it's like i don't want to tell you i want to encourage you and, and tell you to pursue your dreams but i also want to be like hey it's not just opening doors to pretty houses like there's a lot that's more you to should it be. You should, you know? i don't think you should, yeah i agree i don't think you should be the oh yeah please come join our team we have great training yeah. we have you know we have all the tools what the yeah. fuck does that mean we have all that's all i ever all hear real estate. we have all this we have the tools we have, we have the, the tools. tools what fucking tools do you have this other company don't have because oh my god they all, all the software the is the same it's they just do. got a different label on it you know what i mean everything's and the same I, look i love it i love the industry but you good old-fashioned worth ethic is always going to win it's going to beat out a lead system right. it's going to beat out fucking Truly, a, or whatever it's called, yeah. you know, reviews. I just canceled all that. What's the other one? Um, the big one. Um, Zillow. Zillow. It's going to beat out all that shit. The the. I mean, it's just one of those things. Like all the ads and stuff. If you put in the work, you generate the referral base. You're never going to beat that. I sold six point two million my first year in real estate. Mm-hmm. Did not have one single lead generation. No exactly. Zillow. No, re, you know. And any I understand if you're running, trying to run a turnkey operation that's mm-hmm. hands off, and you have all these agents to funnel all this work. Then yeah, by all means, you're running at this point. You're running a, a big box business. That's and, what I was trying and it's to just do. Just looking at numbers because I thought but, I had to be the next step. Well, also you were in it. You come from an industry where you're you're kind of trained that way, just like yeah. I did. I come from an industry where it's like policies, procedures, systems, yeah, and then the work too. hundred percent. And then you got to break that down and say, okay, what works for me? That's right. And, and that's, that's what's what going to be something I can do from here until I get tired and don't want to do anything else. That's right. And that's, that's what, so that's what that post was about. Like yeah. going back to that, you know, when you asked me to be on, it was about realizing that even though that's what a lot of the heavy hitters were doing, the big names in the industry yeah. here, that was not me. I spent a year and a half trying to be those people because I thought that's what I had to be like mm-hmm. to be the biggest, you know, thing in real estate, I guess. And, and it got me nowhere because I was miserable. I started focusing on numbers, on winning over the public, on, you know, people that so, didn't so know so me. did this number. I need to beat them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got caught up in that. Yeah, and that's just when you compare yourself like that, it just yeah. affects your mentality. Well, like Another thing is culture. Like <clears throat> you said, you started somewhere, moved somewhere else. <clears throat> Recognizing that you aren't, this culture isn't for you. Right. And you having to make a hard decision to leave a comfort zone going into another one, even though you're already established. Yeah. And based on whatever kind of judgment you may get from the in, inside and outside yep. is a hard step. But... At the end of the day, it's the best step because you have to be in the right culture for you. Right. I was terrified, yeah. absolutely terrified to leave my first broker. Um, they had been around a really long time. And, you know, I just remember being like, here's the thing. 
the scariest decisions that I have had to face in my life had, have ended up being the best decisions. Mm-hmm. And that culture of the broker where we're at now, it's just more progressive. It's more focused on the younger generation, in my opinion. Um, it's just a lot more it's more of who I am and, and I fit in really good there. And I think that is something that a lot of people, there's just misconceptions about like a broker, you know, like in the industry. And like you were saying, you were like, what tools, what tools, (laughs) like, tell me what these tools are. Like, what are you going to do for me? That's going to make me the the number one realtor. They're they're all the same tools. You know, it's all the same thing, box in a different package. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's, you just have to figure out, in my opinion, your day to day people, that you enjoy working with, that's where you need to be. Like, because if you are having a good time with the people that you work with, they're building you up or you're having it. Because if you're in a negative environment, it's just going to bring you down. You'll bring that energy with you. And I think that's where, why, you know, it's worked out really well for me. Yeah. I mean, I love being where I'm being, but I just want to, we're also going to talk about this on our podcast next week. Oh yeah. You have a podcast. Um, so what is it? What's, your, what's the name of your podcast? Sell it sister. Okay. And what do y'all. Do you, so we talk about, it's just two Southern women who raise chickens talking about real estate. <laughs> like, what, um, um, so are you on everything? You on the uh, Spotify, the, the, um, you know, the apples, the Google podcast on, on all those things. I've actually never mm-hmm. listened okay. to, I don't even know how to get to a podcast, but yes, you can go <laughs> to all those. Handle that. Yes. Yeah. Ansley she, she's handles. Awesome too. She is. She's fine. Do you know her? <laughs> yeah. I did some work for her a few years ago. She's always cool. Yeah. She's yeah. fine. She, um, so we're partners and, um, basically she, her husband, you know, runs like a pretty big, um, DC comic book podcast what? that's like national. What? And so they have a studio. You need to recover. Hey, dude, well, I need to. I'm a Marvel nerd. I can argue with them. Marvel versus DC. I don't know much about DC. Okay, literally, the studio <laughs> is covered in figurines. Like Holy the shit. whole thing. It's, they call it the Batcave. Yeah. Okay, you're coming on next week. I'm going to figure so out when you're up. coming on. And you're co- we have so much fun. <clears throat> we drink during our podcast. So, hey, I, um, I drink sometimes. So you know, good. Well, I didn't I'm know if you saying. had to get in car line here in a little while. <laughs> <laughs> No, I got my husband to get the kids. I didn't want to push the. No, you're fun. I love it. Thank you for being considerate about that. Um, So we talk mainly about, you know, just like Southern real estate type stuff, basically being badass women who own their own business, but balance. You know, we talk about being a mom. We talk about being a wife. We talk about uh, being realtors and we talk about different things in real estate. I mean, we talk about everything i mean it's it's really cool like we just have a good chemistry i think and it's fun we have a great time and recording in the bat studio is fun because there's so many like you i recorded uh last week with chewbacca like a (laughs) life-size chewbacca (laughs) that sat next to me and i was like we need to start filming ourselves but um you know it's cool i just i think that uh there's a lot of um millennials and people that are younger that really enjoy the podcast you can listen to them when you're in the car you can and you know to me work out Oh, yeah. I, I listen to them while working out. People are like, what the hell is wrong with you? I'm I listen like, to them while I walk. Dude, I've been working out so long. Like, I'm bored of music, if that makes sense. And I yeah. enjoy music. I'm a music person. Yeah. But, like, I feel like I'm training my brain and my and yeah. working out at the same time. It's weird. Yeah. So, I have to ask you. This is totally off subject. Oh, God. What? <laughs> you ever heard of the Enneagram? Oh. Like the personality test yeah, that tells yeah, you what yeah, your yeah, personality yeah, yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to send you the link when we leave here. Okay. And I want you to take the test. Well, I've done multiple Oh, what's the other no, test? The official one. Like you've probably done like the, what is it? The personality, like the rice, yeah, whatever, whatever that Reese is. Yeah. When you said that, was, yeah, something, something yeah. like that. And I didn't like that. That was just no, like, whatever. Different. That's like, okay. Yeah, okay. It to me. So I want you to do it because mm. I was thinking on the way here, I'm like obsessed with the Enneagram. So okay. I literally will like meet new people. Like we went on a girl's retreat a couple of weeks ago to a winery and I was like, what Enneagram number are you? And they're like, what? And I'm like, you have to take the Enneagram yeah, I was having test. This, like, someone else was telling me about this too. That's why that, that um, sounded familiar to me, but I was like, okay. Yeah. So 
Well, what about like astrological symbols and zodiac? And no, all it's shit? nothing like that. I know, but what, what is yours? Oh, I'm a Cancer. You're Cancer. That's why. We, that's why I love you. Yes. I'm a Cancer too. Yes. See, like my closest people are Cancers and Leos. The weirdest shit ever. So I'm oh a my cuss. god, me too. I'm, I'm the 21st. July 21st. I'm July 12th. Okay. So I'm not a cuss, yeah. but. Um, my husband's a cancer. He's a cusp. Yeah. And all of my best friends were born on August 13th. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, all five all of them. My, all of my and type so, people were right Isn't that there. weird? Like, and, they're and all July, July, July August. August. It's so yeah. fucking weird. Not against anything else, because I still like other people. Oh, you know? yeah. But I'm no, saying, me like, too. But, but I just relate. Those are my there's people. There's something to that. I agree. Like, I don't know what it is, oh, how the stars align and all that shit, the constellations You read the birthday it. book, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like that, literally, like, I mean, I was well established in who I am. And then I read the book and I was like, that's who I am. <laughs> like, it wasn't like that changed my personality, yeah. you know? Because I've always been the girl that's like worried to go to a psychic because I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. Whatever they tell uh, me is going to happen, you know? Well, that's my but, funny, the funniest thing when um, I've been hearing this a lot through like influencer stuff, like these younger kids, when I say kids, I mean, you know, 10 years younger than me or whatever. Yeah. Um, They're like, I manifested that. Like, no, you fucking didn't. You just thought about it. You made a plan and you worked hard. Yeah, you didn't manifest like, it. Yeah, it's not just, fucking magic. You took the action to do it. You just, you you thought about it enough to make yourself get up and do it. It didn't just, oh, I, I manifested it. I sit around and thought about it and then it just popped. No. I swear to God, if Charlie, my six-year-old, ever comes to me and he's like, Mommy, I'm be like, what do you want to be? And he's like, I want to be a social media influencer. I'm going to beat the hell out of y'all. I'm like, no, you're going to be an orthodontist and you're probably going to be like president one day, but you are not going to be a social media influencer. Because I swear, I think this generation yeah. thinks that you can just like fall into it, you know? Well, the thing is, I mean, there's a time and place for those things and yeah. those people, but everyone can't do it. Because then we're, we're what, who's going to listen? Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> who's going to watch? Who's going to be influenced? Yeah. <laughs> so I think that for me, it's more about just like focusing on you know if you're passionate about something, get out and do it. Mm-hmm. Like you have you've got you've got different projects. Like yeah, I don't feel all like all time. your eggs are no, in one basket. Oh, no. No when you get bored, I mean that's like I have too many hobbies. I mean today, you know what I did today? Like I pulled comps for a house to list a house. I went and bought a blow up mattress, put it in one of my listings to pretend like it's a bed for different pictures because it needed. <laughs> then I went and like took this girl's cat and her dog out of her house for a showing, put them in my car. This like, is the stuff that you, uh, if you want to be a potential, you know, you potential agents out there, this is the real stuff you're going to be doing. This is what you're doing. Like yeah. uh, if you or got a cat allergy, wear your mask. Sitting at an open house for five hours and no one shows up. It, absolutely. I mean, those are the kind. <laughs> of things that I want people it's like I don't want to discourage people but I also want you to be like okay real life real estate I mean I know how to do I, hey, I marketing mean, hack real quick yeah if you don't do it we're going to talk about it but I, if I say it you got to try to do it if you don't do it someone else is going to steal the idea okay because I know all the people that are hating on you're going to listen to this and watch it I know because they, they got to be nosy as hell I know all right do that real life real estate boom videos once a week about the dirty, down and dirty, ugly shit. Let's do it. You should. No, I'm doing it. You should do it. Me. I'm yeah, doing it. Sure. I'm going to show you all some of the stuff I've done. It, I, I literally. What, well, it just, not only is it going to be bring reality to the industry, but it also will show respect for what it is and make it look, you know, make it known that this is not something that's just cookie cutter. Yeah. I mean, last week it's I want to tell you. That I went and got a milk jug out of the trash can in the neighbor's yard to dig urine out of a vacant house because the water was cut off and I had to get urine out of it because it smelled bad. Mm-hmm. So I put gloves on and I dug urine out of this vacant house. <laughs> and I was like walking out you like it's literally out, like, posted a video or photo I about that. And it was blown it. I think up. I have a picture of it. Boom. But, but yeah, you know, that's probably what I'll do. Real you estate should. life hacks. Is that what you called it? What'd you call real it? Real life real estate. Yes. Look, I'm gonna I'll forget that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, I have to listen. Real life real estate. There you yeah. Go. That's awesome. Real talk, though. I mean, you know, 
I'm excited. I think we I think we talked about some fun real what did you say what? Real life real estate. Someone's gonna go buy the domain. <laughs> what? Wait, what time are you airing this? <laughs> like you can't air this until I go get it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you gotta let me buy that. That's awesome. So yeah. I'm so glad we got to visit and catch up because it's been so long since we've seen me each too. other. I'm really proud of you. Um you're doing really great. Thank you. And you um, look great. Thank you. I'm a happily married woman, but I, you're just so cute. Well, thanks. I appreciate you. that. You look good. You look happy. Your face <laughs> I, looks I, good. I really you look am. like you're. Really you look am. like you're happy. I you know, I, I, it's, uh, it's something different, but I'm enjoying. It. You know what I mean? Good. Well, anything else? Any drops of knowledge you want to lay on anybody? <clears throat> I think that um, honestly, what you should focus on is um, passion, and you should focus on having a plan. I know these are very like simple things that everybody tells you. Like you said, you can go post any type of positive meme. Yeah. But if you want to do something, if you're passionate about it, you plan it out, you get the systems in place and you figure out like, I mean, DJ, my whole business changed last week. Everything like that post that I made, I canceled thousands of dollars in lead gener- Zillow, Realtor.com, Trulia that day that I posted that because right. that was not making me happy. Exactly. I changed <clears throat> and went, but you know what I did? I went back to old school real estate. I wrote five note cards on Monday and that's sent them fine. out. I'm to, looking, that's okay. But, like it's whether you do it virtually online, you know, like you do it with a pen and paper, as long as you're doing what makes you happy, but at the same time, keeping in mind that. There are all these elements that, that you have to operate within. Yeah. But I mean, that's the thing is like, I realized that by me pretending to like what I was doing, mm-hmm. I was not, I was not being successful and I wasn't getting the results that I needed because it wasn't genuine yeah. to me going back to old school real estate. Like you don't watch, I'm going to be on this podcast in like two months. I'm going to be like, I got like 50 houses pending. <laughs> I'm going to be like real life real estate hacks. <laughs> but, but don't air this until you get me that. No, domain. You, no you're going to be, you got this. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, friend, and thanks for my caricature wine. Of course. I'm super excited. Well, I had a good time. Me too. That's fun. Yes, ma'am. We should do that again. We will. I have to invite me back now that um, I've sat in the same chair that Jason Ellis has sat in. He didn't sit in it. We did that one virtually. I wish he'd have been here. Shit. Oh, man. We probably stayed here like four or five hours. Yeah. (laughs) Getting that dude here would never happen. Oh, my God. He's (laughs) fun, though. Yeah. So my husband is going to be still impressed. I'm not going to tell him that part. I'm just going to tell him (laughs) when he came here and that you did it live. That's cool. Thanks, friend. Awesome. Everyone, please subscribe to the podcast. Yes.